Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and Average Archer. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. I'm Stephen Purden and let's welcome the team, a full team this week, because here we welcome back a man who returns after being out for two weeks because he was filming two doors doing it and the last time I seen him he was wearing a pair of boot cut jeans, he was looking bang tidy. It is Arn. What are you saying Is this the first time we've, we've all been together for a wee while, is it no? Aye, I'd say about five weeks, six weeks. Oh man. I know. It's pretty nuts, but anyway. It's been you, happening, how, man, you alright? How's been getting on? Mate, do you know something? I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, it's been smooth as a baby's arse show recently. It's been really good, man. I mean, Seriously? Told, as much as we don't like each other, we've kind of... We're, we're, like we're like a well-oiled machine, aren't we, son? Aye. Battered right through it, man. Honestly. And you've not heard this, right? Let's welcome Chris Toll, the man who has completed a song for Big Ange. Take it away, Toll. Right, I'm going to tell you this now. I found out yesterday that his name's actually Angelos. It's not Angelo. So it kind of ruins the song, but I'm going for it anyway. You right. ready? Right, okay, go here, go. Right. Angelo, Postacoglu, he's a Aussie coaching genius. He's been sent here to redeem us, scoring loads of goals for a coach nobody knows. <laughs> can, you hear that? can you hear that coming for the stands, lads? What is it? Is it a parody or another song? Ah, it's the Stone Roses. It's the Stone Roses. Oh, fuck. Made, made, made a stone. I don't know. There you go. That's good. It's beautiful. No, but do you know what, boys? This feels good, man. It's a build up to the Euros and we're all together. No, I mean, Kado. Kado, I've missed you, mate. I've missed you too, man. It was good seeing you the other week at River City and that, man, wasn't it? was well, good until old Jim the extra came out and ruined the chat, man. <laughs> what, <laughs> what about, what about, what about seeing me? What about seeing me at Go Radio? Oh, aye, that was last, that was this week as well, wasn't it? I forgot. Aye, that. Aye, that was totally this week. <laughs> <laughs> the big man, right? Posh de Coglu, right? Flying in. He's flying into Glasgow. To be the new manager by the weekend after a compensation fee was agreed with Yokohama F. Marinos. And personal terms with the Greek Australian were agreed. But the 55 year old, right, <laughs> then faces 10 days of quarantine on his arrival from Japan. But contrary to stories that were kicking about, ex Rangers man Kevin Musket will not be lined up for a coaching job as part of the big man's Celtic backroom team, despite reports down under. Chris Toll, what are you thinking? Do you know what? Like I said last week, mate, I've got this this mixture of trepidation and excitement for this because anybody that's worked with him or anything like that says he's this tremendous coach, right? And that's what Celtic need, a forward-thinking coach. But this guy needs to hit the ground running or he's fucked. He really is. He's, well, he's mate, he can. He needs to quarantine after he hits the ground. Aye, but he can, he can run in his hotel room for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> you go, I, I take it obviously I've, I've not even listened to the podcast but I take it you've spoke about the sort of similarities because to me it reminds a bit reminds me a bit like Pedro it, remind, it reminds me of Wim Janssen right well that worked out for you exactly so it could be a it could be a Pedro or it could be a Wim Janssen 
It reminds me of Pedro. Reminds me of Wim Janssen. And it reminds me of Pedro. It reminds me of. <laughs> it reminds me of Brendan Rodgers. Mate, you know like we see sometimes. Fuck you, you like dick. Hun on five days, mate. Hun on five and counting. That's I know, but I, I, I'm starting to kind of hope it gets up to two hundred, so we can see all the na- all the faces on the on the the placards <laughs> outside Celtic Park. They'll end up with pictures of Stuart Slater. <laughs> 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 hey, hold on. Gredo's been out for two weeks. He's trying to talk, but talk. Gredo. Oh, I just wanted to like because obviously, Bob. Uh, sorry, Bob was going to say that it reminds him at all, and Vim Jansen is what reminds him at all. Or, well, you know what I mean, right? Would you think, John, is there somebody looking outside? Like, what does other folk think? Fellow football teams. A bit, bit, a big Ange. I, I mean, it could go. I mean, you, when it comes to managers, like that, it could just go one way or the other. It could go the way of Ronnie Dyler or uh, Pedro, or it could go the way of like Vimy. Yeah, man, Ronnie Dyler won fucking four trophies. Aye, actually, against nobody. I will. Angel be playing against nobody, I know, won't he? <laughs> oh, they are the guns are it, boys. Well, the thing was, I mean, Chris, there's such. I mean, it's, he's coming out there. Vim Yance had a rebuilding job to do, and he did it really well. And just got a massive job. And it, you know, is he? You know, has he done that job before when he's had to come in and completely rebuild a club well, from the ground up? And I know you are going to jump on me and say, "Oh, you pay attention to Japanese football and all that." But he took over Marinos when they were at the what the bottom half of the league, the very bottom half of the league. They were shite. And the next season after he had re- rebuilt with his players, they won the league. Japanese football, but not Well, it's Scottish football we're talking about, Gredo. Did they finish fourth last season? They last. No, uh, it was the second season in that they... What other teams are in that league? Uh, <laughs> fucking... That, that team that got... Uh, Grandpa say, at least another team. Remember, remember Gary, Gary Lineker played for them? <laughs> and who was the team that Annie Esther played for? They were probably all right. You tell us, mate. You're the big Japanese fan. I'm not. I just read a bit about Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I know that's yeah. his name. I'm just keep, going to keep on calling him it so my song takes up. So along, along with the big man coming, right, having to quarantine, right. I know you's are. Where's your camp based in Wales? In your training camp is it it's Wales? Gonna, right? It's going to be in Wales, aye. Aye. So somebody that's not going to Wales is Edward, right? He's away. Right, he's is, that, is, that, is that done? I think, well, there's rumours, I think it's a bother away for being done, right? 15 million I've heard. Jack Hendry as well, off 1.5 million transfer fee, Austin, uh, what they called? What they called? Austin. Austin, But that's a really interesting one because, because he's got to get, they're just basically, they've got they're a just what, like, what in the house. Aye, Aye exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, See, the thing yeah. is, a year ago, you'd be like, 1.5 million for Jack Henry, he's it. Well, I mean, and now they're like they're giving us the one one point five million, and then they're turning around and punting them down south for ten. That's that's the way we need to start looking at doing some shit. I think to be but honest, mate, you's, mate, come on, you've fucking done well at that recently. The other years, come on, you've oh, made a I just, I just thought that they've kept a, a fair bit in the bank so that they can give this guy some money to spend. That's what I was going to get at, right? So, Henry, you're not bringing Henry back. I think obviously the way it's sounding, Ayer's going to be away, and Edward's going to be away. Wax out is away back. You've got so many. So Elianus is hang- away. Duffy's away. Uh, Kenny's away. It is like John said. It's a massive, massive job he's got. It is. It's a it. huge rebuild, and that's what I'm saying. Celtic fans need to realise that and give this guy a bit of time mm-hmm. because it's 
you know, unless he's he has a proper journey, but, you know what I mean? And we're like fourth in the league or something coming up to Christmas. But told us nothing worse than that. See that whole it's like when we went through it with Pedro and you're like he had a couple of dodgy results and it's like the fan see, base is see when you look at it as well, but Grado, Pedro signed quite a lot of decent players for Rangers, didn't he? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, did he not did he not sign Morelos? No. Well there was Jonathan Johansson. Jonathan Johansson really suggested him. He, he signed he signed Graham Dorans, didn't he? Uh, like, but then was that him? Was that him that signed? But well, I think it was, mate, because was he not signed, who was the Mexican guy? That, or, it was Peña. And Peña. On the right-hand right side that scored against us. Who's uh, Candias? No, he was Portuguese. Is he Portuguese? But he signed uh, him, didn't he? Cachinha was... Yeah, Cachinha, did, did he sign Candias? I don't know. I feel as if he was there before the... the um, oh, Candias was signed by Pedro, yeah. Right, and it was Herrera, so there was a lot of draws there as well. But what I'm saying is, it's frustrating when when you've got half your fan base is going, we've got to give him time, we've got to give him time, and the the, the other side that is giving it fucking, he's got to go. It's a horrible. See, see the thing is here, right? For outside looking in, right? We say like you know, the whole fucking pursuit of Eddie Howe, right? Then they've went for this guy Ange, right? I think even if he does have a journey, as you say, told. And he's all at fourth at some point. He's going to get the time because there's no way Selic are going to replace him after six, seven weeks, even if he's off fourth. Because if that was the case, he would have fucking suitors lined up everywhere to take the job. There's nobody there than now. Well, that's the thing, Stephen. Like you're saying there, Selic job seems to have some sort of some sort of fucking hoodoo over it now or something like that because there's that used to be a job that folk would be clamouring for. But mate, I think, I think again, right, flip it here the other way, right? All right, Gerard did come to us, but he'd never managed anybody before, right? Mm-hmm. With Kashinia, Marty was in charge. You know what I mean, look at Selig, you know, if you're a manager, you need to have the minerals, man, the boss to go, Rangers have just stopped Selig doing the 10, the fucking 23 points ahead, they're fucking flying when they're playing in Europe. Do you want that job now? If you've got enough confidence in your own abilities, Stevie. No, I know. That's what I mean. But there doesn't seem to be enough managers going, I want to take it. I want, I, I want to fucking put this team back above Rangers. But what, what they need to realise as well is, <coughs> I, all right, Celtic's a huge club, but it's a great place to get yourself in the shop windy as well. But it's also a great place to get yourself at the bottom of the barrel. Because see, if you don't do well, it's Celtic right. in, a, in a two-team league. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. How can he know when the league with Celtic? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's he, and, and even if you flip the, the the coin with that, look at some of the you read some of the comments English fans about Gerard. A lot of them don't appreciate him because well, how hard is it to win the Scottish League? Aye, it's exactly. That's what I'm saying, mate. Aye. That's what I'm saying. Aye. But talking of Gerard and Rangers, Jermaine Defoe has had his contract renewed. Player coach role, we think they're at Oh, I'm loving that. Really, so am, mate. because the the biggest worry for me at one point was even since the very start of this lockdown, my biggest fear was that Defoe gets a, a, a winner's medal, but Disney get to see the fans or, or wave goodbye. So there's that, but just to have him run about the club, it just it doesn't need words for it because you know how much how respected he is to have somebody that stature at the club. It makes me so happy, mate. I, I just I love the wee guy. I love him. Not one person has said a bad thing about it. No, I absolutely I <laughs> But honestly, like, you're bringing in this boy, Fashion Sakara, you've got Big Itten who still needs to find his feet there. Somebody like the four there. Mm-hmm. 
with experience he's got, I think it's priceless, man, having him still on the books as Aye, a player but, and a coach. Aye, but on the flip side of that as well, he's a losing Greg Stewart and Bungani Zunga. And do you know what, what a great future endeavour they got on the website? On you, 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 Aye. It's never a shame. It was great. It was like... Thank you for their, their their work throughout the season and all this. And it was a nice week and a no, it's not an obituary, but do you know what I mean? A nice week and a Do you know what I think with Greg Stewart, man? It's almost as if they've realised he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you mate, you start what? You know you fucking get him out here, man. He's been getting a wage at Rangers for fucking even the day we won the league, I'm lo- I'm looking at him going, You've got a brass neck. <laughs> <laughs> He's done, he's done a John Terry, hasn't he? Yeah. I, as much as I'm not against Greg Stewart, I just go, he's like the pure forgotten man. It's like, he must turn up at Auckland Howie, man, and uh, I think people that let him in the gates must think Elsie, he's like, Elsie part Johnny. of the security team. Aye, Elsie, some Elsie, like that. Like, Johnny in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but all the best to him. Sungu, I was never a fan. I thought when he first came, he looked the part, but... Remember, nah. I, remember, the, remember I was on here? Mate, you were fucking absolutely... You had like, him I've never seen a debut like that in my life. <laughs> You had him do this fucking the new Andrea Pirlo. Oh, this guy's special. <laughs> this guy's special. But, Toops, big week this week. Obviously, it's all about the Euros. Scotland. You know what I mean? It's been a long time, France 98. And now... I'm buzzing, man. I'm buzzing. First game, Monday. Czech Republic. What are we thinking? We Four need nine. to get after a flyer, don't we? 490 Scotland. Billy Gilmore hat-trick. <laughs> but Not know. renowned for his goal-scoring exploits, but you never know, mate. You never know. See the the, the, the whole the, the that is the the thing about the Scotland playing in the Euros. The most exciting thing is the likes of Patterson. I'll even say, would you call him Turnbull, Billy Gilmer getting the chance? For, for me, man, it makes it for for me. For me, it's Andy Robertson. Credo, <laughs> credo. Last I, week's big question was: I don't know, what, would your start, what would your starting lineup be right for? The first game against Czech Republic. So me and John put kind of realistic teams out there, right? Aye. Fucking mate, no disrespect to you, Grady. I'm not in the cunt, right? Right. He made you look like fucking Stato, right? <laughs> he had Ryan Fraser playing left wing back. If I go about Andy Robson, Robertson, Robertson, the fucking captain, and what else did you do? What was your mid um, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot a couple of players, man. Aye. 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 All right, give me. Yeah, a he had one. Thank he God. had Scott McTominay playing centre half. When right then, Gredo, what's your start, my living? No, because no, uh, Stephanie's the one now. I wouldn't have to go to the team and go to the corner. I'm asking me for a Scotland lineup. This is Scotland player, Stephanie. <laughs> give the boy time to text his message and he'll get back to us a bit later, right? Fuck Stephanie, Stephanie, is that a catch? And I need three subs. Is that a catch? And you're still getting a game. What? Right, honestly, I think this game. On Monday is colossal. We need to get after a good start. So obviously, we need to put a marker that, down, don't we? We need to aye. put a marker down. It's a must one. Right, here's, here's the deal as well. See if we get after a flyer and we beat them and Croatia beat England, we could potentially put England out. I know aye. that's... I know that's the that's thing is, right, you're playing England and Croatia the next two games after Czech Republic. Czech Republic are a decent side, but Croatia... One of the best teams in the world, you know. England as well, very, very good team. We need, like John said, it is an absolute must win on Monday. But you know what? It's, I speak to Craig Brown. Name drop. Clank. And he was telling me, look. Hey, do you drop something? I want to pick up. Republic. I was talking to him just after I got off the phone to Billy Gomez. I was like, look, 
She yeah. told me that they're, they're a big hardy team. They're not going to be any walk. They're not a walkover. There's a boy in that team that plays for West Ham. They're all tall. Did you need Billy Gilmore and take Brown to tell you this? Did you not know this? <laughs> I know, but I was just going to go, ah, you're right, mate. Ah, you're right, bang on. <laughs> yes, bang on. They've so, got so, the so chance of the way you've got. I don't know, it's just gonna be it's not gonna be to to Craig Brown and you're gonna Billy Gilmore. Senior senior remember, senior. Aye. But um so just remember that. <laughs> so Craig O'Key is your start my oven for Monday. No, I listen, get it on Scotland daft. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all right. Ah, uh, you want to hear you want to hear Gredo's uh, starting eleven? You need to pay. <laughs> need to pay for the train. And if you want more Euro chat on our Patreon, we will be starting Scotland Daft, where you will hear Gredo's one to eleven, and you'll hear more in-depth analysis from Gredo as he was chatting to Craig Brown and Billy Gilmore the other day. So you get that on Patreon, right? And talking of Scotland on opening today, we welcome a band who have written a song for the team. Uh, me and Gredo were in the video. Tall, I wish you were in it as well. You were oh, well. There's a lot of folk upset about it. Yeah, aye, there is a few you'll folk. Be, you'll, few. Be, you'll be glad that you're on the video, but I've heard the song and I don't give a fuck up. No <laughs> <laughs> and also, there is details on a football daft special on the way, also. Plus, on the big question, what is your favourite Scotland moment? And we welcome a man who won three caps for the national team. And one of the most naturally talented footballers the country has produced in the last 40 years is Hibs legend Derek Reardon. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. What did G4 claims do, Nicole? So, G4 Claims is an accident management company, so we can help you get back on the road after an accident. If you feel as if the accident's been your fault or not your fault, always ask the question, phone us first. So, if you're involved in any sort of accident, phone us, G4 Claims. We will help and guide you the best way possible. If we can help you and it's a non-fault accident, we can provide you with a like-for-like replacement hire vehicle whilst your car's off the road. We'll get your car repaired. And if your car's written off, we'll get you the value back for your car that it's worth and make sure you're not left with any outstanding bills or whatever. We're not going to back you into a corner. Our engineer's independent. We want to make sure you get the true value for your car and you're not left out of pocket. You shouldn't be. And that's what we're there to do. If you're involved in an accident and you're, um, uh, you have any whiplash injuries, sore neck, sore back, we can help you with that as well. All our services are totally free of charge. They're free of charge. I can't stress it enough. If I can't help you, I'll just tell you. I can't help you for whatever reason. I will never, ever, ever help you and then bill you for it. So my services are free or not at all. So phone us first. G4 claims. Not at fault claims. Made easy. Made easy. Football daft, open line, open line, but anything goes. Can Scotland beat the Czech Republic? Yeah, they have to, don't they? Aye. They can beat them, we've beat them before. We can do it again. Beat them before and we'll beat them again. Exactly. Uh, Will anyone be able to make a song to rhyme to Postacoglu? Crystal. (laughs) You better believe it, brother. If I change the name of Big Ange to... Angelou as opposed to Angelos. So that's Aye, you need to go back to the old drawing board there too. And can you ever make right house rice without it like being shite? 
in like I cannot make rice to save myself. Get the microwave sashes. Ah, but they're a bit shy though, aren't they? They're better than burnt rice at the pan. Listen, I'm... spicy see, spicy Ben's one. That is the best one. I have that right, one. We, right, that one. Right. right, there you go. So rice recommendations. There you go. Uh, as usual, we're joined by our panel of experts, uh, Stephen Cavens, Graham Guidi, and Chris Delhunt. And it's a bit of an open line special because it's all invited guests. And the first calls we're going to go to are in a band. They're ma- they've sold out the Barrowlands. Good few albums behind them. It is. Kerr and Jamie from the Lafontaines who have done a song for Scotland, which Stephen and Grado both appear in the video to. Chris didn't, however, and he's not bitter about it. Nah, they're going to fucking hear me. How you doing, Kerr? My, name, my name's Chris. I don't know if you know me. I, I've, just, I've just seen you, Chris, on the, on the telly and things. Uh, yeah, aye. aye. How come I never got to be in your fucking video then? Post <laughs> <laughs> your email, mate. Murder. Uh, Whatever. Shite, innit? Whatever. No shite. Yeah. No shite yeah. is that song. To be fair to the boys, wasn't it the boys that asked me? It was Artie that asked I'm only, me. Before. I'm only kidding. Oh, no, and I only seen the video for the first time the other day. Watched I apologise, mate. It's all right, mate. I watched the video. I managed to track uh, Stephen and Grado on it. By the way, as a tune, how's it going, by the way, with the tune? What is it? Fucking hilarious, man. It's like. um. It's obviously surpassed our fan base now. Aye. So there's people that that have uh, that have <laughs> that have seen it that don't know it's a laugh. Aye. And they're saying things like, Who says Scotland? What that? Who says Scotland? That was that was Aye. meant to be part of the Jared Butler part. Do you know what I mean? It was all meant to Aye. be like that. Aye. So now there's some belter comments like, Wish we hadn't qualified. Uh, <laughs> I've seen folks, it, folks in there they've got to support England now. Uh, <laughs> it, that's, the, was, that's the thing but there's so many people that obviously he's a bunch of mates he's in a band it's a laugh I know I, I but, know but listen that is, it's been fucking hilarious there's some brilliant comments as well like uh, liked it until 106 when the guy started rapping <laughs> <laughs> 106 <laughs> Exactly. I'm pure scrolling through. Hope it's not me. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> it's not me, man. Well, I come in at one oh fucking seven. So get up, you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 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 thing is, is that the first uh, football song that's in the rap section since World in Motion? Maybe, <laughs> man. Uh, right, I'm right here too. That is it. You know what? Right? You're the new John Barnes. <laughs> and I gave my fives. <laughs> I seen it. See, the day after we released that song last week, I was watching that thing, and it was it was Justin Curry, um, the guy that wears the scarf sort of thing. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, aye. So, so he was talking about he was talking about how they've been going for about ten years or something, same as us, and they built up a decent fan base and that, and then. They released this football song and then next thing they knew they was telling them to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's going, it's going I, wish, I wish we never had done it now. Uh, it's going... Along with everybody else. <laughs> it's going... Uh, Craig, Craig Brown was talking to him a few years later and he was saying like, I thought they were playing at France 98. The, <laughs> they were on the dressing room and that song was on. It was making them all nervous. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, this is... Uh, it's going to be our, our, it's our, uh, it's our sea shanty, isn't it? 
I mean the tongue the tongue with it with it. I mean if if none of no one's heard La Fontaine stuff. I mean the tongue is firmly <laughs> living under a rock, John. They've been exactly, mate. Rock. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Selling out the Barrowlands, several albums behind you. you I'll sell out the Barrowlands. Have you have you this isn't a book you mate? Hi mate, this isn't a book. I know too. Sorry about him, boys. Sorry. I need to put my laptop on him. Oh, don't just let it laugh, mate. Fuck you, you wee dick. The big chart battle's on, boys. It's you versus the Fratellis versus the GBX version of Yes, Sir, I Can Boogie. Who's going to win it? There's only got to be one. I've not even hit. I never knew until the day when somebody said in an interview there was the Fratellis done one and there was not like We've not done research. It's not been like a... You know, it wasn't a conceded effort. It was sort of like we watched, we started the podcast at the start of the lockdown just to stay in touch sort of thing. And then we we watched the game, what everybody else did, and went on full of the old, full of the emotion and, and just wrote it live on the podcast. It wasn't meant to be like a, a thing. We just thought what everyone will be asking for tomorrow will be us to write the national anthem. Done it. And as Wait. you can as you can hear, the song is chock full of emotion. Absolutely. Words like goals, Scotland, Tartan Army, got the jingly guitar, the kick drum. What made it like I mean it's 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 like a a case study how to write a Scottish anthem. Yeah, but the big question is, see when you start playing gigs and that again, he's gonna play it. I know you well, know for a fact. It, for, for a fact, it'll be your cheat. Play Bonnie Scotland. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Next. I know. see if anybody comes to see us, and then and then they hear. Uh, I don't know. Maybe what our set would be like, and then. Just going, what I, the, want, what I want your next gig. I, the next gig, I want you to play it, and I want me and Grado to come on. Mills are playing it. Then keep you up. He's very old boy. I was sitting in the crowd. Huh? I was sitting. I was sitting the crowd, lads. Right? Oh, told, told you weren't in the video, mate. It's just me and Gredo. That's why uh, I anyway. said. That's why I said I was sitting the crowd, you wee dick. I know, but you don't need to be there, mate. It's not a day with you, mate. Sorry, boys. You're so aggressive, man. Take a drink, to her. <laughs> Listen, am I not allowed to buy a ticket to go and see my favourite band? Fuck sake. <laughs> Your favourite band? We're fucking slagging him a minute ago. As soon as he came on. That's oh, the This reminds me when Jenny McCullough was in charge of the phone and when Clyde, man, he was always getting angry with the callers and all that. That's that's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're used to at the game. We're used to at the gig. We're used at the gig. I fucking get Jerry Toll there, man. <laughs> Chris McCullough. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Poor Jerry. Left without a name. Anyway, so what, what do you reckon, then, lads? Is it going to go to number one? Well, you can't buy it. It's, it's, so, so there's, there's no possible way it could. <laughs> <laughs> how, how can you? How can you? How, what's the point in bringing a song out that you can't buy? Just so you can get loads of fucking twerking, you're slagging. What'd you reckon then, last night? You're going to get a big slagging on twerking. Get it released. Make yourself a few shekels, man. There's too much grief with the writers. So the writers, the guys that actually wrote it, they're dead. So you have to get clearance from the heirs. What, back it up? No, it's a guy called Frank Costello wrote the song, if I'm, if I'm right. right. Yes, sir. John, yes. And here's a good fact for you. Do you know that Yes, Sir, I Can Boogie is the biggest selling single by a girl band ever? There you go. 
But here, John, see if the guys did. Surely that's good that they're dead and you can release it. Oh, because then there's obviously people that's gone. Their grandsons and all that. It gets kicked on to the next account or whatever. So when we're doing a pod, never do a sentence where you say, surely it's good they're dead. All depends what you're talking about, I suppose, don't you? Aye, well. Do you think you're Scotland, boys? Think we're going to get a good result Monday against the Czechs? Aye, I think. Uh, I, I, I think. Look, man, he'll have them organised, Steve Clark. I think if we get, I think we can get out the group, and then who knows the run you get? Do you know what I mean? Aye. And aye. I'm not saying we're going to win the tournament, but I think we'll be better than we'll, we'll give ourselves hope for. Um, and we've got so much class, young talent. It's the best squad they've had in for how long? Aye. You know what I, I mean? Agree, I agree, I agree. What do you think, Jamie? Uh, I just can't, can't fucking wait to happen. I've deliberately <laughs> no, no working in it so that I can just no, watch the football. I don't like really really know that much about football. I love like international competitions. So you know what? That's, that's what we're saying. It's even it's like Scotland qualify for some last. It brings people in that wouldn't normally sit and watch football as well. We've just released a song about Fitba, so I thought, fuck, I better start eh? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck it is. <laughs> I've, just, I've just got myself a new set of football clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got my shin gears on the new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys, thanks very much for coming on Football Dad. And listen, go and check out all the La Fontaine's back catalogue stuff. They've got loads of albums out there, brilliant tunes. Uh, and I'll just give you the football da- the, the football song's just a taster, boys, isn't it? Absolutely. Wait to wait. Hopefully, it can lead on to other things and we can write themes for other, other sporting events. Like, <laughs> you know, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. The Kabaddi World Cup. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you could really leave one for Wimbledon, man, and get Andy Murray in it, mate. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Get, him, <laughs> uh, keep my, a fake tennis ball up. <laughs> <laughs> get, get toe on this one, man. Aye, can I be in this one? <laughs> well, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, best of luck with all the streams. John, and how come we're getting hunted? I was up for a, a real a real good blether. What did, he, <laughs> what did he say? Did he say you were getting a follower? Uh, John, no, John texted me saying, uh, sure. "Care get you on for a couple of hours." No, I just it's just nice seeing you. So uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Chris. Uh, Stephen, I know I've, I've just noticed you online and stuff like that, but I'm a big fan of your work. Cheers, Cheers oh, mate. Right back at you. Good seeing you, Strips. Good seeing you. What a best. Take care, boys. Best of luck. Yeah, yeah, boys. So, moving on from the Lafontaine's, I'm going to get someone else on the open line uh, this week uh, from the Clyde One Breakfast Show. I work with her every day. Uh, it's Cassie, who has been doing a bit of a Euro special. Her dad was the old Scotland kit man. Now, she's done a sit-down interview with Craig Brown, Archie Knox, Colin Hendry, and her dad that's going to be available on the Football Daft um, podcast platforms, and you'll also be able to check it out on YouTube. So she's coming on to talk about to us about it uh, and the banter. Let's welcome to Football Daft, Cassie! How you doing, pal? Good, I'm good, how are you? Not bad, not bad. I didn't know your father was that kit man, I've been watching on the documentaries. Aye, the guy with the white hair. Aye! Cassie, you've, you've, um, you've 
done a, an interview with some Scotland legends. Tell us all about it. Um, so the idea came about because I thought, well, I'm just going to abuse this for all it's worth. The Euros are coming up. So I phoned my dad and I said, uh, I think it'd be quite good to get you back together with the backroom staff. And he's very good friends with Craig. So he's still friends with Craig now, even though he lives in Spain. But Craig's been out loads. Like, that's where he would go on his holidays and things before the pandemic. So he was like that, right, OK, I'll phone Craig and let him know. And then Craig... And I were like texting back and forth. And he said, I'm really up for this. And he was so nice about it. He says, I'm going to make this one of my priorities. I've got loads of stuff happening. I have Mr. Brown's boys and stuff like that. Um, and then I, who did I phone after that? Richard Simpson. Don't know if that's a familiar name to anybody, but he is the, he was the SFA admin guy. So he was like, look, Archie Knox would be a cracker to get on. So I was like, right, I'm going to Archie. Archie's like, I'm up for it. And then I tried to get, bless Eric Ferguson, who is one of the physios. He's probably one of the older guys now. Um, and he had right trouble getting on Zoom, so he didn't make it, unfortunately. But we've had a few of them in our oh, time, haven't we, boys? Aye. Dick Campbell. Andy Gorham. Andy, Andy Gorham didn't know how to use Zoom, for Christ's sake. But I tell you what, you want to know who's mega switched on? I spoke to Craig Brown the other week. I know I keep, I know I keep saying it right. <laughs> but see, for somebody that's 82-year-old, he's mega, mega switched on. He knows everything. Craig Brown's 82 now? He's 82, mate. Wow, man. And I'm I'm no joking, Bob, but he's pure fast and he knows, like, as I was saying, I was telling you, he knows all the facts about all the players and dates and all that kind of thing. That's unreal. Cassie, how did you find Archie Knox? Because he's a bit of a character. Brilliant. Like, I, so I'd never met Archie Knox and I think my dad must have mentioned him in the past, but I've never met him before. Like, I've met quite a lot of my dad's mates when he was living here. Um, but he, yeah, he was like on the phone, he was a character because he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. But he was the hardest one for me to WhatsApp and actually pin down. Like, he wouldn't get back to me. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if he's going to come on. And I was like, honestly, I just want somebody to get back and say they're in or they're not. But then I suppose as well, like, he's probably still thinking about it and whatever. And then he ended up coming back and saying, no, I'm definitely going to do it. Um, but he was quite like, it was all one uh, one worded answers. Aye. He's up. old school, man. He's old school. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I wonder if he'll be like how he will be. And he came on and he was he's the one that's going to shine in the whole thing because oh. his comedy value from the start um, you know, like all the we need, we need to get him on this show, man. Oh, yeah, honestly, yeah, it's great chat. Um, but he was the one that also had said to me, my original idea was to interview them individually and have the videos go out on the lead up to the Euros. So when I phoned Archie, I said, oh, I'd like to do an interview with you and, you know, have a wee chat with you about your days in the back room. And he was like, Cassie, I just, I'd, I'd love it if somebody else was there because it'll bring back all my memories if I can bounce off somebody else. So mm -hmm. that's what then gave me the idea of putting them all together. And I'm so glad. So that was Archie's idea. I'm so glad that I did. It's going to be full of mega it's stories there, isn't it? It's got to be class. Yeah. Once, you win the, once you win the Euros, you can get them together <laughs> over in Spain. Aye, I, I know. It's like, see when they get together, it is, there's something quite like moving about it because... Aye. They just all like think of the memories and they all kind of start talking about things. And then somebody else will go, oh, I remember this. And, it, you know, and it's like, because at one point I just, I was worried about different things, just worried about sciences, worried about me as well, because I was like, I'm no journalist, you know, so I'm just going to go and have a chat with these guys and see what happens. Um, but um, I think it went well. Um, it's getting, it's getting nice. put together just now. So that's, yeah, it's good. Oh, so Cass, um, give us like a, a highlight um, of what one of the stories that what one of the boys told. Um, see, when I was trying to phone Eric Ferguson, I could hear as well they were talking about Alec Ferguson. Like they were naturally just talking about things. They're talking about a few things as well that I, you know that were quite like um, how would I put it? 
current that I couldn't even put in, you know, like, so <laughs> stuff that they knew and all that kind of thing, um, just about what's coming up. Um, I'm trying to think of a story. So Jackie McNamara and Tosh McKinley, I've got to thank them because they both left me voicemails on just different stories to put to the guys. So there's a great story. In fact, there's a great story about Alec Ferguson getting um, his OBE and um, the first thing Archie Knox said to him when he got his OBE, which is very funny. Um, so that's a good bit. He seems to bring him up quite a lot. And then there's also Jackie McNamara giving me a story about Craig Brown in the dress, not the dressing room, in the hotel before, um, I think it was, what match would it have been? So Brazil, the Brazil match. And, then he, and he said that he'd got this new video analyst. So Jackie said, he'd got the new, the new video analyst and just appointed the guy. So... Did he tell it on the podcast last week because he told me that cry thing? Oh no, yeah, I think probably. Maybe that's maybe that's his main memory that he goes to. But it was the <laughs> guy Hilarious. put the team up behind behind him. And aye, aye. Yeah, yeah. So about that. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Tosh as well. Tosh speaks about my dad because my dad used to get slaughtered by the boys. So. I feel like there was a lot of stories coming out about him. So they used to get my dad really drunk. He was his job was to look after them, essentially. So right. he was to make sure they were in bed at night time, they weren't drinking too much, all that kind of thing. And he did get a demotion as well. He was a masseur, and then he went on to be like more of an officer because he was just really shit at rubs. I see where I get it from. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, he speaks about, I'm trying to think what else. The sandwich story, Cassie. Tell us the sandwich story. Oh, okay. Tosh McKinley said to me that, he was face down in the bed. Uh, they were over in France and he, he was getting a rub. So my dad used to be a masseur, right? So that was his title when he first started. But Craig was just masseur. So he was rubbing his leg and uh, Tosh went, God, that's happy light. Like, is he doing much? What the fuck's he doing, right? So he turns around and looks at him and he goes, Omar. They called him Omar, my dad. And he had a sandwich in one hand and his leg in the other. And he was just rubbing his leg with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, I've not my dinner yet. And he's like, <laughs> so that was a cracker. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And we're going to be able to see this on your YouTube channel, Cassie. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm going to put it up on YouTube. This is the plan. I'm going to also just maybe put out some clips before it. Um, see, I had to basically get all the information, everything together. I had to kind of edit it myself, most of it, and I've sent it over now to like, a videographer person. They're going to put it all, you know, because I can't do that stuff. Mm -hmm. The bonus um, thing for the Football Daft listeners, it's going to be available on our podcast channel as well. So you'll be able to hear it on here. You'll be able to watch the visual version on Cassie's YouTube channel and look out for her uh, tweets. You can get her at CassCassG on Twitter. When's it out? When's it out? Did you say Sunday, no? Um, between, <laughs> I went Friday and Sunday, so I'm I wish I had a day, honestly I do. I've, I'm like- Nay, get, nay get up before Monday, before the I know, I, remember yeah. I know that's the thing. So I didn't want to put it out over the weekend in case I got a bit lost, but um, I'll keep everybody up to date my, on my Twitter anyway. So. Keep your eyes peeled, it's coming soon. I see, to be honest with you, does it really need to be before? Because it's going to be- yeah, yeah, it's going to be all week, innit? But, but it's going to be all week, all this stuff, innit? Ah, you're right. Yeah. That, so. yeah. Maybe yeah. even better in the lead up to the England game. Aye. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I suppose, because I've had Mr. Brown's boys and there was like a lot of love for that on Twitter. So, um, but I did, yeah, a few people have said, you know, like the more con people are saying, inject the content into my veins. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll stick it up anyway and then, you know, you can watch it if you like. 
Exactly, exactly. Well, Cassie, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, we look forward to seeing and hearing uh, what you call it. So if it turns out to be 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, it'll be whatever minutes in Bruni's back room. So it'll be our Bruin's back room. So if it's like 40 minutes, it be 40 minutes in Bruin's back room. I'm hoping that it's going to be, it's going to definitely be longer than half an hour. Um, but there was so much stuff. They just kept talking and talking. Um, and then Craig had to drop off because he was going to go and do some telly stuff. So he had to go for a sleep. I mean, I have a special guest. I don't know if I, did you know that? We have, a, we have someone else. We don't just have Archie, Craig and my dad. We've got somebody else that's going to drop in. Oh, well, you need it. we'll tease that up as we do in the radio business, and we'll say, oh, work out on the got, YouTube channels for that. Yeah, he's got quite a lot of caps for Scotland, that's oh, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> who is oh, it? I, I see if I guess it, we won't. No, no, don't, don't guess because you'll fuck it. You'll fuck it. Uh, Aye, don't, 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 okay, don't. Okay. Right, Cassie, thank you so much for coming on football. Wait, can I quickly say congratulations to Gredo, please? Oh, thanks very much, Cassie. Yeah, thank you, Paul. That's yeah. nice. Thank you. I'm John buzzing. showed Thank me you. the um, gender reveal video as well. And John, you're not making show folk. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie, Cassie, you would have seen it all if you followed them on Twitter. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I went, rat, I went to look you up and I went, I don't follow her. So, <laughs> Wait, if, why, don't we, why don't we have a hands across the radio divide here? Gradle, you follow Cassie. Cassie, follow Gradle. Maybe Gradle doesn't want to see my shit. No, it? I do. Right. <laughs> Right. Guys, just follow each other. Aye. I'm looking forward to this talking. There we go, Tidy. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. There we go. <laughs> Bringing people together on football daft. That is what it's all about. All Cassie, right. thanks so much for coming on. Thanks Cheers, Cassie. All the best. Thanks very much. Bye bye. See you there on Bye. And that is it for this week's open line. Thank you to all our callers. We'll be back with another one next week. Football Daft's big question. Boys, we are recording. What day is this? Wednesday. This is Wednesday, Stephen. You can feel the anticipation building, right? It's nearly time for the Euros to kick off. Right, we're five days away for Scotland's opening match. So, to get us in the mood, we're asking you this week, what is your favourite? Scotland moment. Wow. Wow. I mean, I've I'll let you answer first. I'm trying to think of one. Told you go for one. For me, it's got to be Darren Fletcher's goal against Latvia at Parkhead. Yeah. Oh, I've got one. Yeah. That was oh. that was a that was a big goal. That that's what put us through. And it was euphoric. It was euphoric. Euphoric. I like that word. My favourite Scotland moment is the penalty shoot that goes to this Euros because then we got a bevy that night on Zoom. No, that it was brilliant. I loved that. <laughs> that was that was excellent. No, do you know one that really got me out of my seat years ago when we should have absolutely hammered them there and we should have qualified when Don Hutchison scored the heater at Wembley oh, we okay. dominated England that night because we didn't turn up in the first game at Hamden but see down there that was robbery that they get through there man and we didn't did schools gave us an absolute going over at Hamden didn't Aye, a masterclass yes. at Hamden but see down there they were shit scared of us man and that mm. was some goal Don Hutchison's heater it was I would say even though there is, it didn't work out for us but Barry Ferguson's goal Against Italy, 
I remember yes, that. That's another good Players one. Players absolutely bouncing. Mm. Loved that. But I think just because, no, a match, but just the occasion of France 98, because I think it was probably, I was maybe 10 at the time, I 10, and it was the first time I could properly take something like that in. And I just Aye. remember I've written off shut on the day. On that. A carnival atmosphere. John, John Collins' penalty in that game. Aye. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. I've written about that. I've written about that game. Just I've written shot and everybody together. And I remember it was, I remember that day there was a flat, a Scotland flag pierced into the sky, man, with clouds. I don't know how they done it. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. It was two airplanes crossed over, didn't they? And it was um, just aye. like salt on the sky. <laughs> I don't know how it could be. Remember they done that when Andy Murray played at Wimbledon. But let's that's not football. Let's talk about something. <laughs> so shall we go on and see what the the listeners are saying then? Lads? I don't know. I feel as if we should ask John, man. I bet he's but about the list of Jericho. Oh no no! I, I think there's well, there's definitely one for me, but I've got, I'll go for maybe more of a club thing. I, I had a bit of a tear in my eye. first Falkirk player to be capped for Scotland when Darren Barr came on against Northern Ireland in a friendly. But that was more of a club thing, right? But I was in the... what an obscure Darren Barr coming on. I was there the first night. Darren Barr get his cap for Scotland. <laughs> A Falkirk player be capped for Scotland. Full play for Falkirk is unheard of. But I was in the stadium for McFadden scoring that goal against really? France. I was, yeah, I was in the French end, and what a fucking night that was. I told us that, John. Was, uh, I know he kept that under your fucking hat, John. Yeah, no, it was absolutely incredible. I uh, went over um, and we were doing live radio from from uh, Paris, and what a day! Just the build up to the game. Actually, getting a ticket for the game, getting you know, it was in the French end, but then McFadden scored that wonder goal. The French supporters lined the streets, like informed, like a you know, um, guard of honor, guard of honor for the Scotland supporters to walk out. And then we all went into the Moulin Rouge and got absolutely hammered. And it, it was just, I have to say, one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> that sounds, let me, let me that sounds brilliant, let John. Let me tell you this, John. When you were in the Moulin Rouge, did anybody say to you, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? They did not, Christopher. They did not, unfortunately. Bastards. But I don't. <laughs> Incredible night and just an incredible time. So you've got you've got to put that there. Put Did that. you would you put that up there as maybe your top football in memory? But because I mean, I, I, know, I, I think yeah, I, I think it's got to go. I mean, to no, go- remember they remember they beat Dunfermline four <laughs> one. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly that, but it's definitely it, you know it goes down as one of the greatest days of my life. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'd probably right. Sorry, just to clarify, the birth of my children and my wedding they go above that, right? Heard that. Aye. Well, let's see what Roberto has got in touch. He says, same as you, John. James McFadden's goal in Paris really thought we'd have went on and got out of the group that had Italy and France in it, beat France home and away, yet still could not progress in the group. There is Scotland. Chris says, Dalgleish, not Megan Ray Clements. Colin, that's why... That's right. Super Alley's go against Switzerland. I remember that Euro '96. Oh, Euro '96. That was some goal. Was it not that game? But that we, we went, went out and all. Aye, because Holland scored against England. Aye. They were getting. So, it was like I had to be. It was like it was like a four goal swing had to happen, and aye. England pumped. They're winning four now. It was it Patrick Cliver that scored. Aye. Patrick Cliver got a goal to come back. Always. So if all we had, we only needed one more goal, yeah. or Holland not to score that goal, and we would have went through. Aye. Yep. And the Coist missed about three sitters before that goal, I know. Gary McAllister missed a couple, I remember. Yeah. 
Rob has got in touch saying, being at Hamden when Lee Griffiths pinged in that second free kick, absolute pandemonium in the stands. Lost my wallet and my chain ticket back to London, but didn't give a fuck. Worst moment as a Scotland fan came about five minutes after when England equalised. Stephen says, Marshall's save. That'll be, that'll be a lot of folks, won't that's it? it? That's Aye. a penalty shootout he's talking about, obviously. But uh, like you say, Stevie, that, was, that probably will go down as one of the greatest of all time. And do you know something else when I think you that night? And I, I, I mentioned that. <clears throat> it is like, it was slap bang in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. I mean, oh. everybody was, I'm not being cheesy or corny, right? Some listeners will say I'm, but it did give you something to smile about. We needed it. It did. We, you need, we needed that. We, we needed need spirits that. lifted, and the national team lifted them. And some. Do you know what we're like? We've always been that used to them. Giving us something to greet about. For Aye. Giving something to smile about. And I think it was because of that goal and and injury time or not. It just was like the wind totally. Aye. We thought that was so Scotland, Scotland going. Yeah, you're, you're on the edge of your seat. Just see this out. The equalise. You never, we never do things the easy way. No. I mean, it's always a hard way, but it made it even mere, as Chris said, I'm going to use the word again, euphoric. Right. Beautiful. Martin, he says, Caldwell's goal at Hamden, 17, 18 year old. <laughs> right, I thought he meant fucking 2017, 18, sorry. So he's obviously went, Caldwell goal at Hamden, I was a 17 or 18 year old, nothing better. We missed out Niles before that. Aye. Oh, sorry. Right, got you you uh, Niall says McFadden screamer v Holland at Hamden. The first leg of the players, which we won the first leg, won nothing. We'll not talk about the second leg, lads. No, I don't, the second leg didn't happen. Uh, and Ian has got in touch. Says JC's penalty versus Brazil and McCall's second versus Sweden. Oh. Collins' penalty was quite cool against Brazil, but wasn't it? Sweet. I remember Ian McCall's, uh, sorry, Stuart McCall's goal against <laughs> Ian McCall's fucking signing a Tiffany <laughs> Roddy. Do you know what? Do you know what I remember? I, I remember I was walking from my, my house with my mum to my auntie's house and I was trying to get there quick enough so that I could catch the rest of the football and I never seen the goal. I just heard the full street cheer. Aye. Like it was every house in the street cheering when they scored that goal against Sweden, man. Then I'm running up the stairs to try and catch the highlights after it, man. What? See memories like that? You don't, you don't get memories like that anymore, don't you? I'm a pure fucking... Well, no, no for you recently, but... Aye. <laughs> <laughs> We've been making memories all season. Oh, no. Anyway, Alan has got in touch and says, felt proud walking home at lunchtime in high school to watch us play Brazil in a World Cup opener in 98, but Hamden in 2007 v Ukraine was unreal. Got into the stadium just in time for the anthems. After a few cans, just sat down and Miller put us ahead. Place was rocking, just about to sit down again, and McCulloch scored away we went again. Ended up about six rows down. Played a very good Ukraine team off the park that day and won 3-1. Atmosphere had Hamden bouncing. Football daft. With G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. It's a player profile playoff with PiSports.com. They bring you the taste of Scottish football or European football as it may be across the summer. Uh, if you're three games a day, boys, three games a day for the next couple of weeks, you're going to need to stock up on pies, aren't you, for the games? Um, so listen. You can get European foot well, you can't get European flavours, but you get nice curry pies. Oh, you can macaroni. 
Italian. 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 So there you go. Get your pies in for the Euros. You can do that by heading to the website, piesports.com. They'll deliver free to a lot of postcodes across Scotland. You can see all the details on their website. Or you can give them a call, 0141 739 Every week on Football Daft, of course, we like to invite one of the listeners to come on and try and win free pies. And today is no difference. As we welcome Jamie Kirk to the podcast. How are you doing, Jamie? I'm not bad, yourself. Good. Welcome, well, Jamie. Mate. Welcome, Thanks my man. Thanks for having me. It's an honour. Thanks for coming on, mate. You're another lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> I probably. <laughs> well, of course, Jamie is a Rangers supporter. He's wearing a Rangers top at the moment. Uh, Jamie, how do you think Scotland are going to do in the Euros? Uh, I think they're going to qualify from the group. Um, anything. That, that's the target anyway. And then anything else is... Bonus. I don't want to bust everyone's bubble, but see if we do qualify for the group, you see who we've got in the next round. Who? <laughs> uh, either Portugal, Italy, or... I think that's if we win the group, we'll get one of them. Is it? Right, 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 right. Uh, right. Aye, but listen, that's a bye anyway. That's a bye to the quarters. Aye. Anyway, let's... Well, it's a Euro special. We're talking about the Euros. We, we, we're doing, going back, visiting the old Euros. And this week, I don't know how you are. What age are you, Jamie? I'm 30. 30, okay. Going back to Euro 2000. Right, uh, okay. So I don't know if you're in France. That way, no, Belgium. Uh, it was Belgium, Belgium and Holland. It no, was... I'm saying France won it, but didn't they? They did right. win it, Stephen. Because they won the World Cup in 98, then fucking they, David Trezeguet with the fucking golden goal. That was the fella. That was the fella. <clears throat> So I, I remember that name. I know me too. He beat in the final with fucking golden goal. I remember it well. I was boozing in a wee bowling club that day. There you go. Right. So um, I it's Euro two thousand. It was the what took place in Belgium and uh, Holland. And we're going to draw a name for you to play, Jamie. Who do you fancy playing? Anyone but Toll. He seems to be the leader. Anyone but Toll. Coming out. ABT. Right, <laughs> it is Grado. Hey! Oh, you know, because you're actually a big close up to that man. Fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> Stevie. Right. Come on. Right. Oh, okay. You ready? Let's get away, you. Here we go. Aye, you're right. That's what I'm thinking, Jerry. <laughs> right. Remember, we need the bustles, John. What's your bustle going to be? Spain. Pies. pies, pies, and you're going for what, Grado? Spain. Spain, right, okay. <laughs> here we go. I've only got, by the way, boys, I've only got four players here today because I thought right. these were quite easy, so fingers right, hurry up. Here we go. Right, first player out. This Real Madrid winger scored against Portugal in the opening game as his team were beaten 3-2 by Portugal. Um, this was to be his final tournament for England as he won 37 cap. Come on, you. For England? Oh, yeah. hey, Spain. Oh, uh, McManaman. Oh, we both said that there, didn't we? So, right, we'll call that. A draw. That. Aye, that was a draw because I reckon you probably did get pie in first, but I just thought I don't want him to fucking say it before me. Brilliant, I, I right. did cheat there. <laughs> Next player out, okay, here we go, boys. First of two wins with 57 caps and 25 goals. This striker is Italy's sixth top scorer of all time at this oh, time. Spain. James Hetfield, aka Gradle. Baggio, Baggio. Oh, no, mate. I will continue with the clue. 
at the time of this tour, he was buying them in for Juventus, although he spent the best of his career, part of his career with Milan after this, playing for oh. them for 11 years. Oh. He scored a penalty against Turkey and he was awarded man of the match and went on to score an Argyll against Romania in a 2-0 win in the quarters. Alex Ferguson said he was born offside. He was the master of offside. The master, master of offside. offside. Well, I don't know, but... No, you don't. <laughs> he's, he's got a brother who plays. And is a he's, a, he's a manager. His brother's a manager. I'm out anyway. See, he's Jamie, don't know. No, he said no. Seedorf. Oh my god. Sorry, man. I never said Seedorf. No, no, you really did. You said <laughs> No, I'd probably do I, I would go for uh, Totti or Del Piero. I don't know. And Zaggy. Next player, you better get this. I've only got <laughs> Right. This Swede was one of the countries. Oh, Spain! <laughs> Grado. I just for I've just got to say Henrik Larson. <laughs> No, it's not. I would have This Swede was one of the country's two scorers in this tournament, both of whom played for Celtic. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's a centre half. 49 caps for his country. He went on to play at the World right. Cup in 2002 and in the Euros in 2008. Come on. Dolph Lundgren. Come on, Jamie. Come on, man. Celtic defender. Aye. Aye, come on. A big handsome player. A Joby. Big, big Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck. See if it ends up in a draw here. You can have the pies, Jamie, because of this. <laughs> All right. What's the score? It's one nil, Jamie. If Gredo, if Gredo gets this one right, yeah, then it's then it's right. A draw. Okay, here we go. Last player I've got here. All right. This mm. man became one of a select group of players to score a hat trick as the Netherlands beat. Yugoslavia 6-1 in the quarterfinals. At this point in his career, he was leading the line for Barcelona, but went on to play for Newcastle, PSV and Valencia. Come on. The all-time leading Dutch scorer before being per- surpassed S- by... Robert Spain. 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 Kluivert. Yay! One, one. Right. Yeah, I'm going for a P. Jamie, we'll play. I'm going for a P. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, you get the pies this week. Congratulations. Oh, well deserved. Thanks very much. Well done, Jamie boy. You are both terrible. Both terrible. You, uh, should, you should make them buy you pies for that, John. I know, I think so. Uh, listen, thanks very much for playing, Jamie. And if you want to get pies in for the Euros, head to piesports.com. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Father's Day is just around the corner and nothing says I love you dad more than a world class trimmer for his buzz. You heard that right? The Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped is the best body hair trimmer on the market. Manscaped offers you a precision engineered tools for your family jewels and you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code DAFT at manscaped.com. Now... How are we keeping in top of our boys these days, Trips? Have we been using our lawnmowers? <laughs> you know, Actually, I used them the other day. Successfully. I used them the other day. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> oh, here's a favour. Don't be using it tonight, mate. <laughs> I'm getting in about my hoop tonight, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. You get a hairy hoop tool. Aye, mate, it's horrendous. It looks like a tarantula escaped in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going well, to use mine on Friday. 
someone getting lucky this weekend. It's usually a Thursday gets his soul, but aye. I know, but I've got a wee night. He's got a funeral. He's got a funeral. He's delaying it to Friday, man. That's good to know, man. I'm on top of it. I'm on top of my game. Before I went to two doors down, I went on a diet for a couple of weeks. Just before it, I got my hair cut and I used Manscaped on my boys. I like to go into a new project. We can a, a clean, fresh boys. Fresh boys, isn't it? And you know what they say? New project, shave your boys. New project, shave your boys. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below the waist grooming. And they've just launched a performance package and it's a perfect gift for your dad this upcoming Father's Day. Imagine surprising your old dad with the ultimate men's hygiene package that says your balls will thank you on the box. How nice is that going to be? Have you ever seen a nose bush sticking out of your dad's nose? Well, included in this new package is the weed whacker. It's an ear and nose hair trimmer. I've actually lost mine in a day night day, my, my big hair. Is. Is... The weed whacker is brilliant. It's uh, so good. I've got the hairiest ears that you'll ever see in your life. Oh, I've, not, I've not got hairy ears still. No, oh, like, do, you know what, do you know what happened to me? I get you see that uh, Turkish barber? See how they do the fire on your ears? Aye. When he done that, mine started growing in like, like funnily enough, like wildfire after sure, that. Sure that does, the, that the does happen. But the weed Aye. whacker gets rid of every single strand. I've got to be honest with you, it really does. I think a lot of women sometimes don't shave their, their tap lip sometimes because I think it grows in here. So I've heard. Aye, that's true. Right, okay. But, um, I, it's waterproof as well, this nose and hair trimmer. And it's, uh, it uses 9,000 RPMs. It's a motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual blade system. And I'm telling you, look, guys, 79% of partners admitted that long nose hair is a major turn-off. This gave me the fear. Why not hook your dad up with the best tools for the job here? Because the bundle includes a lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. And because of their skin-safe trademark technology, it's the best trimmer on the market for your boys, your butt, and your body. Now, it comes with an LED light. It's waterproof, so you can trim away in the shower, uh, which is handy because it all just goes down the hole and you don't need... Because I've never done that before, man. Shave the boys and all the gaff. Right. It's kind of like... And your toothpaste and all that, and your fucking... And your cornflakes. And your shower, man, and it's like, sometimes, if I let it go too far, it's too much for the whole swanity. Oh, Stevie, I can imagine that you could fill 10 plug holes. I've seen your chest, my man. Aye, oh, yeah, my, my back. What's my back like, Gredo? Oh, gives me the boat, man. Aye. <laughs> man. We share a dressing room, then panel. He tries to fucking attack me with his fucking wet, yeah, and I just turn around and fucking pull my back out. Aye, but I always make sure that I use my lawnmower before I jump into a pee naked, then. <laughs> and let's not forget the famous liquid formulations. It's the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Now listen mm-hmm. to this, this is a ball toner that maximises your ball hygiene routine, so you need to get the performance package now, and you'll receive two gifts, you've got the Manscaped boxers, which we're all, we all wear, don't we, Troops? I love the fucking hangs, man. Very, very, very comfortable, very, very comfortable, they're good for chafing, and the shed travel bag, now the performance package, it is the best value Manscaped has to offer, it's hot off the shelves, get 20% off, and free shipping with the code daft at manscaped.com. Get your dad a gift you know that they're going to use. So remember, it's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code daft. Don't forget that you came from your dad's buzz. <laughs> this year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. <laughs> Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident. Call them now on 01698 767 172. 
Hi, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to Football Daft, one of the most talented players of his generation. With over 250 appearances and over 100 goals for Hibs, three Scotland caps and a spell at Celtic, the man lit up many a ground with his skill. It's none other than Derek Riordan. How you doing, Derek? Thanks for coming on. No problem, mate. I doing well. Um, except for this COVID thing, obviously, it's just a bit boring. It's not so bad now with the pubs open up, up again. So, are you allowed in the pubs again? again? Are you allowed in uh, the pubs now? I. I'm allowed in pubs. It's nightclubs. I'm allowed in. So I'm it's alright. Nightclubs. Yeah. We all grow out in nightclubs, don't we? Too old for that now. Anyway, I didn't want in anyway. <laughs> I, I, I never wanted an either back in the day when I used to get to <laughs> <laughs> So Derry, let's start with Scotland right away man, what you think, you're buzzing for the Euros coming up? Aye, um, as I say I was just looking for the old retro tops here for, I'm going down on Wednesday obviously for the, the match so looking forward to it um, hopefully we can get Magic. a result on Monday That's I think that's the sort of one we've got to try and get a result, if we get that then it's a big bonus I think Aye. Aye. As it, it looks, I mean, obviously the tournament's not even started yet, but you look at the group we're in, right away, the Czech Republic game, it's a must win, isn't it? Aye, I think I think that's the one we've got to try and go for, if I'm being honest. If we get that, then it gives us a bit uh, hope going into the next two games. Obviously, it would be a hard, Aye. really hard game against England, obviously, because if they've turned it on, they've got the firepower in their team, to be honest. Aye, I thought, I thought I'd get there, yeah. On you go, mate. What, what do you make of the team now, Derek? What are you thinking kind of, about the players and that star players? What you, what, what's your thoughts? Aye. Um, I think I think we're really strong. I think, obviously, the left side, I mean, you're, we're having to play Tierney and um, Robertson, obviously, with that. But I've never been a fan of the back three things, but as I say, it's working. So, um, aye, I just, I think our midfield's really strong as well. And our strike, I mean, We've got Shea Adams as well. Obviously, it's come up for the Premier League now as well. So, I think so. The only disappointing thing for me was Griffiths, obviously. I mean, for me, I think Griffiths is the best of everyone. Um, obviously, he's not had the best of the seasons and fitness-wise and all of that. But I think if you give him the chances, he'll take them. Eh? That's just my view. Like, but, uh, he's the most, most natural striker, I think. Uh, he, he, he gets you off your seat. You think he's got to score. 80% of the chances he's got to get anyway especially through the box and that as well see with it honest to God you Lee Griffiths reminded me of you when you played at Celtic it was just like once you had the chance you knew it was going it was going in you knew it was going in aye so I've, um, seen, I've seen that with Hibs as well I've, I've seen that with Hibs obviously somebody gets you off your seat but Hibs have not really had that for years until Griffiths aye. was back at Hibs um, he's sort of similar to me he thinks he can score for maybe 30 yards he's always got that knacky scoring Aye. for that far so as I say I, th- I think we're looking alright it's just Aye. the midfield strong I just think the defence is not the strongest like the centre half centre half size that's just my view Aye, right? but, definitely I mean when, when you look I mean you're talking about obviously Griffiths gets you off your seat in that Derek mm-hmm. you're looking at that Scottish team now right what who, who do you think is the spark there? Where's, where's the spark coming from in that team? I'd have to go with I'd have to go with McGinn I think McGinn's Aye. been shit hot like probably a pure animal gets mm-hmm. about Aye. everywhere um, I think I think he's the engine in our, in our team to be honest and obviously Tierney and Robertson in that bomb and doing the wing and getting the crosses in for Dykes and whoever it is I don't know whoever's got to play up front in these games I don't know who it's got, it's got it's probably it's got, looking it's got like Dykes Adams. and Adams eh? it's got to be Adams Adams it looks a class apart he looks quite he looks like you can tell the boys played in 
down south in the top league, down south, you've got that touch, it gives you that presence up there. What about talking about another player that's playing the English Premier League? What about Gilmore? Would you start the young boy Gilmore? I've not really said, if I'm being honest, I've never seen much of me, so I can't right. say I. Obviously, he's got to be really good because, as I say, he's not at Chelsea for uh, out of luck. So, right. I mean, obviously, I've seen him a few times playing good player, but I don't know. The manager will obviously. It depends what his tactics go with. That's what's got to come down with. I think his formations, whatever he's got to do, it's obviously got to be the back three with the looks at it. Aye. Or back five, or whatever you want to call it. I, I hope he doesn't go with reputation. I hope he goes with uh, like form, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. See, a lot of, a lot of problems in Europe in international football for Scotland really? have been <coughs> picking the players on reputation. You know what yeah. I mean? See, see, for me, you need to have Patterson in at right back. You've got to, or right wing back. You've got to have him in at right wing back because the boy's on fire. You've got to have Billy Gilmore in there as well and you've got to have Shea Adams in there because they three for me would be... I think I think yeah. Shea Adams is, I think Shea Adams is a setter. I think he's, aye, aye. he's a definite aye. starter. Definite starter, aye. aye. It just depends if he goes with another striker or not. That's the only thing. Aye, that's if the thing. If you play Adams kind of up top his cell and then play somebody half him or you play him aye. half dykes, it's a kind of... Aye. It depends how they want to play it, eh? That's what's got to come <coughs> down to, I think. Did you enjoy your time playing international football, Derek? Did you enjoy your time in Scotland? For the poxy free caps, aye. Aye, but... Aye. <laughs> um, how did you find it, but Proud moment and all that? Aye, it's brilliant. As I say, as, as a wee laddie going up playing for Hibs, team you support, and if you play for Scotland, it's a bigger bonus, obviously. So, aye, I enjoyed it. Obviously, I was on the bench quite a lot with Scotland, but as I say, it's good experience and stuff. Um, as I say, it was only three caps, but as I say, it's still, still, still played for your country. So, aye, I was delighted with it. Who was the manager, the Scotland manager that you, you played on? Uh, Walter Smith I was I was in the squad all the time with Walter Smith but as I say it was always Kenny Muller was always the number nine we yeah. always played with one up front which Kenny always done really well because it suited them turboing Aye. about everywhere just running about so I mean yeah, that's no my type of game that running about everywhere up nine so Aye. what about like obviously playing like you know your club club career Matt Derek like Playing for Hibs as a boy, was that a proud moment? Because obviously I'll just say I have support there. So as I say, signing aye. for Hibs, how did that feel? Brilliant. I obviously my family, all my, my Ireland side are all Hibs fans and my McGovern side they're all Celtic. So I mean they were delighted when obviously I've signed for Hibs and aye, it's just a, a dream come true, really. So you mm, got to you got it. to make both sides of your family happy then? Aye, Rangers were trying to sign me as well. It was a no go like for from my side of the family, like honestly, it was terrible. I was getting pure abuse, like, horrible, like horrible, like horrible abuse. No, like nice abuse, horrible abuse. God, I remember what, what, what year would have been that? Was it 07? No, I signed with Celtic, I think it was 06 or 07, right. I think it was something like that. I because I remember and Rangers just try to get me about six months before it or something. Aye, because was it not just as soon as Walter came in? It was maybe near the end of his, season, his kind of first season back, and it was that was all the talk was was that Ryerden was coming. Right, well, uh, he never he never signed for Rangers, so sure. <laughs> right. Aye, they put me on the bench. <laughs> they, they done it typical. They put me on the bench when Hibs were in them in the oh, in the cup. I we beat his. It was at uh, Ibrox. It was three one in the Scottish Cup. We had the full the full back of the the Rangers end. Um, Aye. Aye. They put me on the bench for that because they tried to sign me basically. Mm. Nice. Uh, I bet they wish they had tried to sign Chris Killen that day. Did you know score a hat trick that day or somewhere? No, it was Sproul. Sproul. No, Sproul. Ivan Sproul, man. Fucking tore his heart, man. 
He absolutely rapid. fucking terrorised us. He was like an absolute... <laughs> Nobody could catch him, man. He was like, rapid. He is rapid. When they did, uh, did you, see when you were at Hibs, did you play with Didi Agat? Um, I was young. I was just like the wee ground stuff then, like right. young boys. So you would have seen him obviously. Who would you say Aye. was faster, him or Sproul? Oh. Sproul, Sproul was, I would say Didi Agat, he was probably mere lengthwise. Aye. Like Ivan Aye, but Sproul after, was after, after Mark, I think Sproul was random, but I got him after about 20 yards. He was knackered <laughs> after about 20 yards, but he was rapid off the mark. Like, he was fast, man. He was fast as fuck. Like, Derek, that was, I mean, that was some Hibs team that you, when you were coming through, it was some Hibs team you were in, man. Uh, what, what, what players did, was there any, was there certain players that put the arm on the shoulder and just try to guide you through and stuff and help you settle in? Um, older, um, no, really, no. I was saying, you remember Craig Brewster? Aye, aye, aye. He was a uh, me and Big Gaz. It was always like me and O'Connor first, sort of into the first team. But obviously, Gary was a big laddie. He's always been that size anyway. So it was sort of Brewster that sort of took us under his wing. But me sort of Big Gaz because he was a number nine, as I was sort aye. of like a winger, so out in the left. But I would say sort of Brewster. But other players of that, no, nah, I wouldn't really say no. to because not. Nah, we were quite good because, we as I say, we were all young then. We all broke through roughly the same time, a year or Aye. two between each other. And as I say, we were all sort of pals and coming through with each other. And I don't think Hibs will ever get that again. Um, uh, I would just luck, obviously, I, all at the same time. It kind of captured lightning in a bottle with that whole youth Aye. coming through at yep. once. They were, that was a right good Hibs team. I used to hate playing against Hibs. Like, and all the, the games say. that I played against them. <laughs> <laughs> aye, that was it. Aye, you'll not you'll not get that again. That was sort of luck. So, uh, but great great players in our team. Obviously, you had Tomo, you had Bruni, I mean Whitaker, Caldwell, uh, Wee Shieldsy, Ivan, fucking aye, Boozerlin and all of that. Honestly, they were it was brilliant. And David was Murphy awesome. left back as well. He was shit hot. Ah, that's right. He was a so, great player. He went, he went down to Birmingham, didn't he? He was. Uh, a, yeah, I think Celtic tried to get him as well. I'm sure uh, Celtic tried to take him, but we did try to sign him because that was when we couldn't get a left back for love nor money. Remember, and we tried nice. to get David Murphy. And he, he was a he was a bit of a class act, man. He was a uh, really, really good player, man. Big, powerful, nicely uh, big, and quite quick. Uh, do you still keep in touch with a lot of the boys, Derek? Um, not really. Only like my sort of pal coming through at football was uh, Big Gaz. He played with me boys Aye. club level. So Big Gary, uh, I get odd texts with uh, Bruni or Tomo. Um, I speak to Lee Naylor every now and again. So Lee Naylor, Aye. I remember Lee Naylor. Aye, so that's what just what you make it, Bruni with Aberdeen Topo? And did you see, funny, the I see, him, I see the I seen it yesterday. I just looked weird as anything. I thought just looked strange <laughs> with that Aberdeen Topo. But they used to get on pelters as well. I found it a funny, a funny <laughs> option that went up there, like. But there must be a re. I don't know what it is. Uh, obviously, maybe with Glassy or whatever. I don't know what the situation is. I obviously, I would have preferred him at Hibs. He eh? would have preferred him at Hibs. Was he stays in Edinburgh? So I thought he would have mm-hmm. been there. Can you see him? Has he got the attributes you think to be a good coach, Scott Brown? I think so. I. Do you know what? I never seen him being a captain. Funny enough. Right. Never seen him being a captain because he was nippy as fuck on the pitch. Aye. Just wouldn't he shut up and that. But I just, like, immaturish wise, that's what he was Aye. like all the time. Um, but I just never seen him being a captain. But as I say, he's, he's had a brilliant career. I mean, great career he's had at Celtic. Aye. 
definitely man. So Derek, is it true you made your debut for Hibs in the Edinburgh Derby? Uh, I think it was aye. I think aye. that's right. So it was aye. That's who it was. Aye. So what, what's your favourite memories for the games? Probably scoring. Aye. I used to love scoring against hearts. I get absolute dogs abuse. Uh, I hope my pals are hearts fans, funny enough. So, um, aye, I love love playing Edinburgh Derby, especially at Tincastle. I preferred it at Tincastle than at Easter Road, to be honest. I love Tincastle. Nah, it's brilliant atmosphere. It's aye. dead compact and that. So, mm-hmm. that's brilliant. Aye, because the stands are just it's like you're right. Aye, it's right, the players right on you, like aye, that is. Aye. Definitely, man. Uh, like, all, like you look back, it was like Tam McManus, Ian Murray, Stephen Whitaker, Gary O'Connor, like, Ori Boyce was, was he dressing him? He's just fearless in that dressing room, just thinking he can beat anybody. Aye, I think it just because we were young, I think. Sort of in the, in the care, if you know what I mean. And obviously we're all young and fit. Um, and we had a good couple of older players that obviously kept us on our toes. I mean, mm. I always looked up to like big Rob Jones and stuff like that, Gary Smith. Uh, the older one, Stephen Glass, and that you've got to have a bit of respect for uh, the older ones, Aye. like Rob Jones. We had him on the show as well, didn't we? Aye, we did have Rob Jones Aye. on the show. Aye, he was. He, did, he, he, didn't, he, he didn't. He didn't enjoy a joke, didn't he? Not. Quite <laughs> <laughs> no. intimidating that interview, wasn't it? I know. Aye, he, Aye. he was. He was quite. He, he knows he's football, but do you know what aye. I mean? He was like, he's got his own coaching stuff and all that, isn't he? Yep. Aye, aye, aye. Take it straight. Why he take it serious, but you can tell he's like, for, you can tell he doesn't part with much shape. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was a policeman or something. I'm sure he was something to do. Aye, I'm sure he was something to do along the lines with that. Have like. any surprise? Surprise! Explains it, Derek. Yeah. Explains it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to get that bit in there. I'm just letting you know. I'm sure he had, sure had something to do, like along the lines with that, or something like that. Like, was there any players, Derek, that you played with at Hibs or Celtic that you really didn't go on with? That it was like, ah, nah, yeah, you get, ah, you get woods. Aye, you get. You, there's always one. I mean, no matter where you go, there's always some, some dick. There is. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, there is. There's, there is. There's, there is. There's always. No matter where you go, there is always somebody. Aye. I mean, you get big, big time Charlies and just. Aye, uh, you, no, you, you'll no get that. In, you'll get that. You'll get that anywhere. Eh? But I'm not going to grass anyone. So nah. I don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We wouldn't. We wouldn't ask you for any names in that. No in that case. I mean, is there any managers you never got on me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of man, speaking of managers, like. How do you think it didn't work out with Frank Sozzi at Hibs, Derek? I didn't think he got enough time, if I'm being honest. Um, I didn't think it lasted long, like, Aye. compared to other managers, obviously, but I, I didn't know the reason behind it, because uh, what a player he was, by the way, when I was oh, young. Oh, class, class. I got to see him and, him and me, Russell, at, at training. So we went, Gary, it was way Alec McLeish was the manager then. Uh, we were obviously training with the first team, just young boys, but they two were absolutely frightening, like... Russell and uh, Sozzi, ridiculous. That's two of, the, two of the best players to ever play in Scotland, I would say. Oh, they were brilliant, like. They were really good. I would that too, definitely, man. The, so, how, many, how many guests have we had on this show that just wax lyrical about Russell Hartby? Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Aye. 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 All that and it comes up all the time, that. Aye, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what club we've played with as well. We've had Falkirk, we've had, uh, we've had Hibs, we've had Rangers, and Aye, anybody, anybody for any club that's played with him, always says the laziest bastard in the world. But what a footballer! Aye, it's a wee part, wee part, yeah, like. 
So listen, your, your time at Celtic came to an end, and mm-hmm. was it was it you wanted to go back to Hibs? Did you just want to go back? No, no. What was I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing, and obviously I'm only young. I mean, I, I think I was only about twenty-five-ish, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously when you're doing really well and you're doing really well, but obviously Hibs, you come, you're scoring loads of goals and stuff. And you go and you're no playing and stuff. Um, it does. I mean, I'm not what to sit about on the bench and pick up money for right. just playing in reserves. It's no good for me that. So right. you want to be out playing. I mean, I didn't, didn't get me wrong. I like playing with reserves and all that. Got them brilliant with everybody. Um, Celtic was brilliant. Didn't get me wrong. I loved it. Fans were brilliant. Aye, with me, to, so. Tools just said your time at Celtic came to an end. We've never spoke about your time going to say like no, I mean, we're still at so, Hibs there, Tool. No, I mean. <laughs> Well, um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to ask about his Celtic time just in case it, no, no, but, no, I mean, no, no, that's fine as I say with that it just didn't bother like, I really enjoyed it obviously but when you're not playing it's, mm. it's it's no good for the for the brain anyway Anyway, you're just Aye. sitting on the bench and rotting away it's mm. not for me that I asked to go to loan and all of that then eventually I got a chance to go back to Hibs and um, I went back there so aye. do you know like, you, there's like, a, lot, a lot of players could do we having that mentality than now? You know what oh, I mean? Aye, as I say, football, I think football's changed now. Football's totally changed now. Uh, feedback when I was sort of that age, I would say. I mean, what? a lot stricter and all of that as well now, I think. Aye. I'm glad, I'm like... glad now. You, I think we just go out with the pee tests when we were all coming out when you were drinking and stuff. So aye. Aye. we used to get that. I mean, now it's now everything. You've got to watch what you're doing with absolutely everything now. There's a lot of talk about one of one of the young Celtic boys just now, um, Armstrong Okoflex, and mm-hmm. he was he was given the opportunity to go out on loan, and he refused it. I didn't get that because I'd like to just go out and try and prove prove a person wrong if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Right. But you should be playing. Do you know what I mean? And so I preferred it. I mean, I, I remember a young I went out on loan to Cowden Beef on the Saturday. So obviously you want to play first team football so I went on loan to them at 18 and only lasted three matches because I'd done well then I come back and that was me straight into I, the first team was, basically that must have been a big step but going to a foreign league to play to play for Cowden <laughs> Beef <laughs> <laughs> aye. aye so but I enjoyed it though that's what I'm saying it was first team football and as I say it's, it's better it's better than playing in the reserves and stuff so definitely see like obviously you're talking earlier on about uh, you love the Edinburgh derbies and stuff like when you come through and it's time for Celtic, did you feel the pressure when up a notch, like obviously coming to Celtic in Glasgow? Aye. Like you've got the whole old forum and everything. It's like they, they call it the goldfish bowl. I How see, did you feel for I see it was mere pressure. I think you're under mere pressure to win every week, if that makes sense, because as I say, aye. Celtic and Rangers are always expected to win the league every year. So yeah. I think uh, you sort of noticed that the fans getting on the players sort of back or managers back anyway towards the end of my time at Celtic because they weren't doing well just before Strachan left. I mean, you mm-hmm. could just hear a pin drop. Do you know what I mean? And it was that. Aye. It was getting to that stage. But I remember playing when we played Spartak Moscow in the Champions League um, qualifier to go to get through basically the penalty shoot. I mean, the pressure with that penalty that you had to take was massive. Like, obviously, you didn't want to let anybody do but Lucky enough it went in, but what a pressure it is like. But in the Celtic Rangers game, no, I sort of say I treated it the same as like a Hibs Hearts, I would say, aye. Mm-hmm. Aye. Mm-hmm. aye. 
sorry. It's um, like, obviously, you go back to Hibs and you're playing under Yogi. How was that, mm. mate? Tell us about that, because what a uh, guy he is, man. Uh, Yogi's buddy, as I say, has some uh, good pals with his uh, nephew, so... Aye. Um, uh, Yogi's just doing earth guy. You would think he's just one of the guys that would just go and boot the ball at the park and that, but he's not. He's what the ball doing and playing and... Aye. I, I, I loved it there because he's, he's football he got me back in the Scotland squads and all that and I went back to Hibs I was Aye. doing really well 20 goals a season again if he left midfield um, and I managed to get back in the Scotland squad but for me it was Mate, really good it's kind of like it is because when we played Ross County this season after the game it was one of the most refreshing interviews I heard he was saying obviously I mean I'm not just bigging up Rangers I'm a Rangers fan but he was saying mm-hmm. the way Rangers played football today that's uh-huh. the way football that's the way I want him. Oh, he does. He definitely, he definitely knows he's way to play football. And my, he's like him. Quite a lot of players will probably tell you that. Yankee's just got to boot up the park with his appearance and stuff, but he's no, he's uh, born the deck and play it like. Aye. We had we had Yogi on the show, and I think he, he uh, gave a lot of props to Tommy Burns for his mm-hmm. philosophy in football. Like when he played with Celtic under Tommy Burns, he learned, he took that into his management career. Now, you. You're mentioning there the Spartak Moscow game. Mad, I've got mm-hmm. memory of that. There's <laughs> a, a pile on after it, and there's a picture. There's a picture I'm of Tommy Burns flying through the air. <laughs> Aye. Aye. Yeah. And what was it? What was it like to to be coached by Tommy? And obviously, ah, die. Tommy was brilliant. Uh, to be honest, really nice guy. Going really well, with him. Um it's just obviously sad for what happened with him. But football wise, and that Aye. I understood everything. I mean, obviously. What a guy he was as well. So for me, I Jimmy, a guy as well. Aye. Sad that happened to him. My, my favorite man, my favorite. I, I, I mean, like the football, obviously, like unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's up playing tall, wasn't it? It was outstanding. It really was outstanding. Aye. So obviously, Derek, after like Hibs back in the second spell stuff, is it Colin Calder with the team? Did he make you captain? Aye. <laughs> How did what you feel? How did you what think mis- that? <laughs> what a mistake that was, eh? <laughs> <laughs> sent off. Sent off in the derby. Aye, brilliant. I what felt was that? So was I it on so or <laughs> I felt so bad after I'd done it as well. I was thinking you shouldn't have given me that band before the start. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I, felt, I felt a lot everybody didn't like, but oh, well, it happens in football, so. But after that, mate, China, what was China like? Oh, terrible. No. Oh, it was terrible, <laughs> honestly. I honestly, it was mental. I honestly, I was starving. I'm not joking you. I come back. <laughs> you know, I do you know what? Back. you know what? We had somebody on. Who was it we had on that played in China before? And they say oh. they, put so- they put soy sauce in everything. Was it to- soy sauce they put in everything? Who was it? Who was it? I can't I remember, man. I didn't care, but my chicken was basically like running about the table and that. Honestly, it was oh, no. fucking disgusting. Disaster, Absolutely dude. minging. I take you on your own. I was on myself, aye. Uh, the boy Fabio Fermani used to play at um, Lazio, so he was about to go home. Right. Um, they basically sent a Serbian striker away that morning when I signed. So you're only allowed so many players, I think, to a club. Like Westerners or whatever you call them. Right. Right. Um, so they sent him out and basically I went in and Fabio was about to go here. I'd had enough of it, but I come in obviously. He says, I'll stay with you, obviously. And he tried to get on with it. Obviously, I ended up staying next door to him. He just used to cook us a plain tomato pasta every night, I swear to God. And it was, Aye. It, oh, it was, that was my best meal over there. It was terrible food. Like, 
Honestly. Mate, when you look back on your career, is that one of your biggest regrets maybe gone there? No, I wouldn't say so, no. No. No, I wouldn't say it was. But probably... A lot of people say regret what you never done. To be exactly. fair, people would say be Celtic or that. People would say Celtic or say, no, I didn't regret that. Why would I regret that? So, I mean, Celtic are massive club. You know what I mean? Aye. So, as I say, things, some things didn't work out. That's just life. Aye. So, it's the same as anything. If you rob a bank, you either turn left or you turn right. It's whatever happens, happens there. Exactly, mate. Exactly. What's, what's been, looking back, what's been the highlight of your career, mate? Probably one in the league with Celtics, obviously. You see, I've won the league with Celtic. Uh, in the cup and probably playing for Hibs I mean just a laddie for Paul and fucking nah. getting uh, playing for Hibs in Scotland and made a career out of it so I can't grumble with that so it's, de- it's definitely not your man's tomato pasta then <laughs> nah definitely not that no <laughs> every week we put our guest knowledge to the test we've got a leaderboard David Martindale's top of the leaderboard with 16 right in joint <laughs> second, it's John Sutton, Chick Young, and Hamilton Scott Martin on 15. Well, Mark I'm getting Wilson nowhere near that, mate. I'm getting yeah, nowhere near that. You don't know right, that, okay. mate. Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley are third with 14. We've got Kevin Harper on 13, Rob Jones on 9, Yogi's on 6, and at the bottom, <laughs> it's a tie between Peter Lovingkrans, Derek Johnston, Craig Levine, and Mick Sue Patalainen, who are on 3. What are they on? 3? Three. Three. 3 quenchers. How, how many? As many as you can answer. As many as you can get in 90 seconds, mate. Oh, right. Right. But, but you can't pass. You must give an answer, even if you don't know the answer. Right. You just need to mm-hmm. give any answer and you've got is 90 it all fo- seconds. Is it, fo- is it football? Aye, it's all I football. Know. They're all football, right. mate. Aye. Boys, right. I don't know about you, but it's really fucking annoying that John doesn't put in that Barry V. Stendhal's goal four. I don't know why you would leave that out. He does. I've been saying it every, been saying it every week. annoying, man. I think he's... He's took it out this week, but Barry Feastenders was on as well, Derek. Can you get four? Oh. Aye. That's a target. Aye. That's a target four, right? Aye. 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 I'm going to get one here or something. Fucking Derek. Derek, see your reaction. It was brilliant to see every week. For some reason, Grado wants to talk about Barry Feastenders every week. And see your reaction. It was brilliant. Barry get four and you're like, aye. Like Grado gets excited about Barry Feastenders. He's like, fucking Stephen Merchant and extras. <laughs> Right. Right. Gray, do you want to ask you questions? I told you I ask them. I'll ask you questions if that's all right, right. Gray. Um, right, because I don't get my mic. I feel it's right. Okay. John, uh, Ryan, have you got uh, ninety seconds on the clock, my man? Ryan does. John does. Go for it. <laughs> right, you ready? Your time starts now. Who did Scott? Who did Scotland face on Sunday? Oh shit, my mind's about blank. Just say anything. Fucking Israel. Hey, how, many Israel un- how many under 21 caps did you get? Six. Who's just been appointed manager at Kelty Hearts? Kevin Thompson. Who played Morton in the Championship playoff final? Airdrie. Before Billy Gilmore, who was the last Scottish player to win the European Cup? Paul Lambert. Which Scottish oh, club? Fuck. You want, you want to change your answer? Andy Robertson. Right, which Scottish club did Christopher Ayer go on loan to from Celtic? Morton. In what year did you go on loan at Cowdenbeath? 
2001. Who was the last player to score for Scotland's men's team against England? Don Hutchison. Who scored Scotland's only goal against Luxembourg? That's just there. On Sunday. <laughs> was it Shea Adams? <laughs> Aye, was it Shea Adams? Uh, which SPFL team played their football at Palmerston? Um, Queen and South. No. I started the question. Yeah. Who was your first professional hat trick against? Come on, Nick. There we go. Time's up. Ryan? I'll go through the wrong answers. So, I mean, you got this one later on. Scotland faced Luxembourg on Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. Five under 21 caps. Um, oh, Kevin Thompson, you got RJ. We'll give you Andy Robertson. Uh, Chris Ryer went to Kilmarnock on loan. Um, 2003 it was for Cowden B. The last guy to score against England, Lee Griffiths. Two free kicks. Oh, fuck's sake. So it was, man. <laughs> got, Fucking mind goes blank, man. <laughs> Adams got Queen of the South. And then your last question there. John's wrote down Breakin, but you were quite sure it was Kilmarnock for your hat trick. Did you score a hat trick against Breakin for Cowden Beef? Aye. There you go. Nice, so that's wrong, eh? <laughs> Bastard. So what's the score, Ryan? What's the scores in the doors? So you got five. On well, you beat, 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 beat Barry Mick, Sue Patlinen, oh, and you beat Barry Feastenders. I'll take that, aye. <laughs> I'm devastated I never beat Yogi though to be honest I know mate one half mate one half Yogi <laughs> brilliant mate enjoy it man all the best mate right, thanks for <laughs> all that all the best Derek see you later catch you later I'm Derek all the best mate thanks for that see you later mate Football Daft with G4 Claims find them on Twitter Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited Trips up is your podcast today look through the script the We've been on this journey for the last year. It's been difficult with Zoom and stuff like that. Uh, what's up, Toad? You're fucking... What's up? I'm just... I'm excited, mate. I'm excited for what you're about to tell these people. Well, the, the, the truth of the matter is we could be going into a studio, but we could be going back to a studio next week. Now, here's the crack. There's a few... If we're, if, we're shooting, if we're shooting for the hips here, there's a couple of... I mean, Football Daft is a, a big production. and We have many folk in the engine room that make the decisions or at least put their input in. And there is a bit of a sort of kind of debate or at least a disagreement. There's, there's, there's talk of people that don't want to go back into a studio. There's talk of folk that they want to go back into a studio. Now, here's, here's the deal with the listeners. If you think that we should be back in a studio next week with a gear, sitting in person, social distance, whatever, or the current regulations, tag at producer Mac on Twitter. <laughs> and just say this to him. Just say... Tag at producer Mac. Hell yeah. Hashtag studio. Yes. And hell yeah, hashtag studio. And can we just say producer Mac had to fuck off because producer Ryan's here now and we're just not even mentioning producer Ryan. Like I said on the chat, this is an empty. We would never, this would be cut. However, it's Ryan that's dealing with the edit tonight. So this will be kept in. John will be with you, man. But he's going to be raging, but you know what? It, there's, it's not about that it's the technical aspects that John's talking about well, it's the technical yes. aspects you know that you the know technical what? aspects the we, 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 we just want to give our <laughs> listeners the best product that we can possibly give them and I believe and that, yes, and, yes I agree with mm-hmm. you Stephen I, I believe that if we're going to give these people 
a genuine back and forward between all of us three and John and Ryan from time to time and our guests as well. We need to be face-to-face. We've come through the worst day, the pandemic. We're now and basically about to go into level zero, everybody. You know what I mean? It's and- time. It's time. I want to fucking sit in a room we used to. I want to see these boys. I know. Well, in the flesh. Here's the deal. It would also, for example, let's, let's really open the third eye, right? Or the third door, whatever you want to say. No, I've just got it tight for that Derek Ryden interview, apparently, and I didn't ask enough questions. You sat there with your face fucking tripping you the no, whole time. No, no, that's no fair. You couldn't say that I didn't ask a lot of questions. That was got nothing to do with the fact it wasn't a guest fault. Derek Ryland's brilliant. The thing is, the thing is, there is a delay on this Zoom, and sometimes Bob is two seconds in front or behind which fucking annoys me. And I've also not got my mic. This would not happen if we were in a studio. However, there exactly. is a downside. The downside, I probably want to be able to fucking vape, which is a big, big worry. Listen, <laughs> see, if you, see if you want to vape in the studio. You vape in the studio, mate. I think, I think the studio we could potentially be going to, I think you'll be allowed to vape, Gredo. Huh? There is Danny's usual. Look, mate, he's, he's not interested. Oh, he's not even he, listening. Told you know something, man? You're right. He's fucking stealing away just week, you cunt. He's stealing a fucking <laughs> He is. Stealing away. Honestly. He's finished his wee bit, then he just goes last when I'm talking to him. Well, the best part is, yeah. that, that guy gets ten times what we get. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that was <laughs> Guys, guys, I'm, I'm, do you just get paid for this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, the, the studio we might be going into is going to look the dog's nuts it's going to be nice if we're not next week we might be in the following week but I'm, I'm going to tell course. you now I think this studio that we're getting into we're going to be the best presented podcast that you'll be able mm-hmm. to see except yes. for the other podcasts that use the same studio <laughs> aye aye who's that a podcast? Uh, don't tell no, I think there's going to be a few in there don't tell Andy see the amount of folk yeah. that replied to the message on Instagram aye. Jesus there's going, going to be a few. going to be struggling to get into the fucking hang yeah. of the street. There, there's going to be a few, but there's not going to be any as good as yours. Know what I mean? No, definitely not. No. See if John needs something to get him into that studio. Next week, on the show, Chris tells a big roller story. <laughs> good shoot. Oh, that's a good shoot, Ryan. And do you know that? Do you know what the best part is to? I know you've all listened to this show week in, week out. Week in, week out. See, when I do tell a big brother story, it's going on Patreon. <laughs> oh. if, you, if you want to hear it, oh. you've got yeah, to pay. Go. You want to hear it? Pay me. Pay me, motherfuckers. Yeah. No, I'm all joking. Boys, see, before we go, uh, can I just give one shout-out? Yeah, those need listening, man. Of course right, you can. can I just give one shout-out, right? Do you remember Jordan Thompson that was on this show, the boy that was on Soccer Arm that did the yes. pass? Right, right, right. right. Right, he done a job, he, he, he does money for Alex and stuff, for Alex Motors and stuff, but he done a job for somebody a few weeks ago, a woman called Rachel Kennedy, who has got two children, but she's currently battling cancer, terminal cancer she's got. So every day, Jordan is going to be running 5k, oh. and he's got a GoFundMe page on his Twitter, and I think it's 
dynamite what the boy's doing. He doesn't know her. He doesn't know her. He's just done a job for her and just came away from it thinking, I want to do something to help this woman, right? Oh, so he is Jordan Thompson. It's at Tomo underscore 12 on Twitter where you'll find his GoFundMe page. And if he's can donate in troops, what the boy's doing is amazing for a family that's obviously been fucking hot with something horrendous. But have a look, boys. Go on there. Even if it's only a pound, a fiver, a tenner, whatever, it'll all count and it's all for a fucking amazing cause. Superb, Jordan, what you're doing, my man. Audio Frontier.